And this week, Travis, here we are, man. We're finally making an episode where we're coming off of a big win, <clears throat> a 38-10 to 10 win, that is, over the Raiders this past week. Travis, what are we thinking? What are we thinking going into – That was a huge confidence booster. I said I sat here in the same exact spot last week, and I said if the Bills didn't win by at least two touchdowns, I'll be so surprised. Amen. And they won 38-10. to 10. I can't get any better than that. The offense looked good. The defense looked good. Damian Harris looked good on special teams with that big 30, 40-yard. All all aspects of the Bills Bills team looked amazing on Sunday. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I kind of said it the whole entire week that if this was a game the Bills were going to win, which I, I mean, we both thought they were, uh, it had to be a game that they were going to win that was like going to be like kind of a commanding win. Uh, I think you said you wanted it to be no more than – no less than two possessions, if I'm not mistaken. I think you said no that. Less. Somebody said that to me be, throughout the I'll week. Be, I'll be mad. But, I mean, 38-10, to 10, you come up 28 points on top, four possessions. That's a pretty commanding win. I'm pretty happy with that. If you were going to beat a team like the Raiders, it had to be a game like this. It had to be a commanding win where you just get in and you get out. Right? That was a little bit scary to start. <clears throat> they scored on us with the first possession in like five plays. Yeah, so they, they did obviously go right down the field. That was scary. But I, I don't know who it was in their press conference. I mean, teams have, like, the first 15 plays of the game scripted, and it just everything kind of went their way as far as what they wanted to do with their game plan in the beginning of the game. Like, it, I mean, it, it is what it is because the rest of the game didn't go their way for sure. No, um, no, no. One of the biggest things that I definitely want to tap into as far as with that game, kind of breaking down the Bills-Raiders game, was I thought that was Ken Dorsey's best game called. If you had to ask me, I mean, I know he's going into his second full season as an offensive coordinator, last year being his first year of calling plays. I thought this year, uh, you know, obviously week one, we all know what happened. That's behind us. It didn't. It was no, no sides of the football really looked at par, but that's how it's going to be. Week two, we get we, we get the Raiders in town. I just I thought it was a whole different breed. I thought Ken Dorsey called his best football game. I thought he used almost every starter the way that they were supposed to be used. Hey, what did I say last week? Everybody on offense should eat. Yeah. And now I I'm gonna make this little comment here. So right after the Raiders scored, they went down the field and Devonta Adams had that uh, receiving touchdown. Right after they scored, we got the ball back. So. When I saw that we ran two times in a row, and it was third and eight, and Ken Dorsey ran two times in a row, and then he went and tried to go for like one of those screen passes or or a third and long pass, and we didn't capitalize. And I'm sitting in my head, I'm like, it's gonna be one of those weeks again. It's gonna be one of those weeks where we're getting off to a slow start. Ken Dorsey's gonna call two runs in a row, and when it's third and long, he's gonna throw a screen pass, and it's go for it's gonna go for two yards. In my head, I'm not gonna lie to you. That's how I thought the game was gonna go. But, like you said, Ken Dorsey had one of his best games as as the Bills' offensive coordinator, and like you also pointed out, he used every single player on that offensive side to what they should be. It, it, it's kind of funny because you said you were sitting there thinking like, "Oh God." It's going to be one of those games. I'm sitting there. I thought so. I'm sitting there with Olivia thinking, like, I didn't even say it to her, but I'm sitting there shaking my head. I'm like, no way. The Raiders go right down the field. They do exactly what they wanted to do, and we just come out. We punt the ball. I'm thinking the same thing. In fact, in my head, I'm thinking it's a little worse. I'm like, dude, what the, what the fuck? 
dude. We were pinned what? at our twenty-five yard line because we didn't put the <clears throat> we didn't take the kick out, and then we just ran two times in a row and gained two yards in two and plays. Punted the ball. And punted the ball. What are we doing? Ah, ah. All right. Well, that being said, what I really want to break down is you know I really want to when I say that he had his best game. I mean the play calls were there, but he utilized some of these guys like. And I'm gonna say I'm gonna pinpoint a specific position on the field. He utilized these tight ends in a beautiful way, and that that being Dawson Knox. Uh, Dawson Knox and all the tight ends had a pretty big day as far as chip blocking like Max Crosby or some of the other defensive ends throughout the game, and especially Dawson Knox. He had a, uh, a big day in, with uh, helping out Spencer Brown with Max Crosby. We do have that play to show you guys. Um, one, of, one of the plays, it was something that they played all day, but here it is right here. <clears throat> Yeah, man. I mean, yo. So just the simple. It's I know it's like a five second clip. You got a simple. He he chips Max Crosby. It helps Spencer Brown out a little bit, and then he goes out. And I think Allen ends up actually hitting him on that play for like a gain or two or three. But they did that maybe four, five, six times throughout the whole entire game, where um, it just allowed Spencer Brown to you know get an extra second to get set and kind of handle. I'm going to say handle one of the best pass rushers in the game, Max Crosby. Um, and he had a day by himself. Like There was a clip that I was going to throw on there today that he, he, he handled them by himself perfectly fine, but I thought that was kind of a perfect concept for, for uh, what am I going to call Ken Dorsey about handling a star, uh, superstar well, defense yeah. man like that. Yeah, going into the game, we know that Spencer Brown hasn't had the best start to his career with the injuries and – He's constantly getting holding calls, and we're constantly getting frustrated at him. But I will say it, it it showed that he had one of his best games as a Buffalo Bill, and what's not to like when you go up against a guy like Max Crosby? And I don't think Max Crosby's name was called one time throughout no. that whole entire football He got game. pressure. He got close sometimes, but he it wasn't there. He didn't get after he, – he didn't get – he didn't get Allen down. That's all that matters. Not at all. Um, and that's – and – Props to Ken Dorsey, using his uh, tight end sets, taking out the star player on defense, and getting it done. Absolutely. I just think that's something that we're going to see a lot more of this year. Obviously, you go out and draft a guy like Dalton Kincaid, and the, the whole entire offseason, we knew that Dawson Knox was a little bit better of a blocker and was a little bit more of a physical tight end. You had a guy like Dalton Kincaid that offered a little bit more in the receiving game. Uh, me and you talked about this on the way up. Dalton Kincaid actually had a pretty good day blocking. Um, but it was kind of neat to see how uh, Dorsey got all of the tight ends involved. At one point, even alluding to a 13 personnel, which I would never thought we'd see all three tight ends on the field. Normally when you see all three tight ends on the field, that's where you'd that's uh, run. I would say that's where you'd sit here and think that it was a James Cook run or a Damian Harris run on a third and short or something like that. It actually was a pass uh, to James Cook for about a 15-yard gain. And we do have that one right here. So three tight ends on the field. You had Ken, Dor uh, Ken Dorsey put Quentin Morris, Dawson Knox, and Dalton Kincaid all out there. And that that looks like a run. Second and one, that looks like that would be a perfect design for a run call. And here we are, Dalton Kincaid. And uh, I think Dalton goes out for a pass. Trent Sherfield, the only wide receiver out there, just did not seem like it would be a pass. So I thought that was pretty neat. Hey, you not, something that, uh, not something that I thought I was going to see, a 13 personnel, but – Thought that was pretty neat. Using his weapons to his advantage. They can play all over the field. Absolutely. I like our tenant core. I think we're extremely deep. I just that's something I really wanted. I saw uh, like me and Olivia were talking about it during the game. It's just something that I wanted to point out. Like 
it it, it really was something that stuck stu- uh, stood out as far as from a fan point of view. They wanted to get the tight ends involved. I mean, I think Dalton Kincaid had like six receptions for. Uh, 40 something yes or maybe maybe it was like four or five receptions but they clearly wanted to give him the football same thing for Dawson Knox he got a he he got into the end zone and he almost snagged another touchdown on a fourth and one yeah that would have been kind of neat uh but you could tell it's definitely obvious that they want to get these tight ends involved and I mean it helped it 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 showed it showed like on the in the passing game and in the rushing game I might have been the first person to tell you when we met up back at the truck after the game I told you that I like the balance with all our offensive players. We got – I really like the five wide receivers. I like the three running backs and the three tight ends. That, to me, that's a perfect offense. That's perfect distribution through all three rooms. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, I definitely agree with what you said. You were you, – we did get right back to the truck, and you alluded to that right away. Uh, I mean – yeah, I got I got really nothing else to say about the offense. That that right there, from Josh Allen to go out and have a three hundred well four turnover performance, and then to come back out three tutties and have three touchdowns. AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Hey, I think that that needs to be pointed to. I'm gonna give my boy a round of applause. Give him props. Give him props. You 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 see that shirt? You see that? You see that shirt? That's the shirt that he wore. <laughs> That's the shirt that he wore to Wing Fest that they made him turn inside out. Because was that that is it right? It's, it's a kids event. Come on, man. I turned on, it back. It, I turned it back this way. Yeah, he did. He's 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 a bad boy, man. He's a bad boy. He's that shirt's badass, isn't it? That shirt's badass. I mean, I thought I was cool wearing the Bruce Smith jersey today, but hey, I I told you, I texted you earlier. I said you I have knew the, it. I have the perfect shirt to wear. As you knew soon it. As I saw that come out, you knew and it. hey, shout out to the guy, home homeless. I don't, I don't know. He was hey. Are we are we assuming the guy's homeless? No, he was. Okay, so when you're selling T-shirts outside the stadium, I think that, I think people just do that, bro. Man, he wasn't. Yeah, you're. Where right. are you going with this? They try. All right, well, shout out to the guy. My girlfriend got it for me. She's 15 bucks selling jersey or selling T-shirts outside the stadium. Hey, shout out to him. Hopefully, I run into him. That's a nice shirt, bro. That's a nice shirt. He was a little bit sketchy. What is the back? I will say he's a little bit. What's sketchy. the back say? Bitch on my bill. I won't go as far as saying homeless, but he was sketchy, missing a few teeth, stuff. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Sounds he like, was sketchy. Sounds like a Bills fan. Just sounds like a Bills fan, bro. Oh, man, you're sketchy. White trash. Speaking of Bills fans, you want to talk about the dude that was on all type of? Oh my, dude! You want to talk about? You want to talk about something we should have thrown in as far as a picture or a video of the podcast? I know exactly where you're gonna go with this. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna talk about the guy that jumped into the jumped into the new stadium and he was on all types of different drugs, well like LSD, LSD, marijuana. Marijuana, he was drinking, cocaine, all the above. Name it, he's got it in and, the system. And I'm I'm almost ninety percent sure covered in his own feces. Bro, they said he went in a porter potty and covered himself. What? Welcome to Bills. See, Mafia, I love man. see I, I will say this, I love Bills fans. That's too much, man. That's some too of them much. are idiots. That's too much. Like sometimes I'm like, why, why? I heard he got pretty banged up too. Well, he got he like got a huge gash through his head. See, it's interesting. So I'm in the three hundreds. You know where I sit? I sit all the way to the left, mm-hmm. and I can look. I can overlook the new. Right. Yeah. Being yeah. Built. No. Yeah. You can see. So it. 
when your brother and Savannah came up, they're like, yeah, some dude just jumped the fence. And he's all the police cars. And over, are, OK, so we're looking over the looking over the ledge. There's a fire truck. There's a couple of police cars. There's an ambulance, everything inside that fence. And apparently he got stuck in the divot. Well, I, I heard, they had to reach him out. I, I was say, I heard a rumor that he like. So, you know how if you look, there's kind of like levels to how deep. The, like the hole is the crater is right yeah. now and i was i don't know how true this was that he like ran off like he ran off and fell and then he got up and then ran off and fell again i don't know how true that is i was i i didn't know about this till we were in done like i didn't know about that till the end of the game i texted you right away i said man do we have something to put on the podcast this week that is just over the top and you know, I saw you, the, you just know he's not gonna be the last guy to do it. Well, dude, it's like if you so, so for those that haven't been to the stadium since they've started to do this, I mean, so we used to park in lot four. Lot four, uh, lot four is the parking lot, right? It's still half of it's still there. Yeah, um, but that's right across still- in the Bills store. That's where we used to park. And, and dude, you got the fences from there stretched all the way around, all the way out to ECC where we parked this past week. ECC campus. It's like a 20-minute walk, right? That is like – that is a lot to cover for your security, dude. Like, that is going to be – that – they should have known that this was going to be trouble, bro. They, they should have known. I, like I said, he's not going to be the last guy to do trouble. it. He might be the last guy to be on all four type of drugs, but he's not going to be the last guy to do it. I don't know. See, I was going to say, I, I would not yeah, – that, That's tough to – that's tough to beat. Ah, oh my goodness. I don't know. I don't – that's – I will say, though, we play the Dolphins next home game. Yeah, yeah. Next, I will say, we week. walk past that lot, we will probably see an officer or two. Uh, a lot more, <laughs> a lot more personnel probably making sure that we don't jump the fence and do something stupid like we did this past week. Like um, I said, I love our fans, but come on. Yeah. You go to the game and you act like that. Absolutely. That's what that's are you thinking. That is. See that uh, that ruins our rep. That was that was interesting, and uh, I'm gonna get back onto the the football topic here. Something yeah, else that was interesting. We're all done with that. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll move on from that. Something else that was interesting this past week was, again, some healthy scratches. That speaking of scratching, I'm scratching my head at it. Why mm. some of these guys are inactive? The biggest one, Kyer Elam, two weeks in a row. Does he not fit the scheme from week to week? He he doesn't. Is I, he? I've, I've, Is there some games he's going to be active just because he fits that defensive scheme that week against those particular offensive weapons? It, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I've sat here and said the same thing. I said it on the first podcast. Not that anybody heard me, but I said it on the first podcast. And this is going to be a running joke. I am not a Kyrie Elam guy. I've said it with a lot of our friends uh, outside of the podcast and outside of football. See, I was happy we drafted a corner that year. But I'm going to be honest with you, we drafted the wrong corner for our defense. Well, I, I sit here and I think, and I've had this conversation with some of my coworkers, is like, did the Bills feel pressed to maybe draft a corner because of the situation? I mean, they didn't well, really yeah, the have – the corners were going fast. Well, not even just that. It's They didn't really have that many active corners that could sit and start at, at that point. Trey White's coming off of an ACL tear. He still wasn't yeah, even ready Dane at that Jackson. point. Dane Jackson. Levi Wallace had just left to go to Pittsburgh. Cam Lewis um, is on the team. Cam Lewis – Cam Lewis is Cam Lewis, although I, I like I like what he brings to the table. But you beat guy. is is there is is there something where the Bills might have just felt pressed to get a corner and they needed somebody? I'm sure they did. I mean, they also went out they they drafted two corners in that draft. They get Kyrie Lam, and then in the sixth round they go out and get Benford. Benford's been a way better corner, 
and I think he's a better player if you had to ask me for for what for what we do for what we do. See, Elam, he's had some spots where he shined. Yes, but he also, like I said, he's that press man corner, just like he's used to in Florida with that defense, and he's going into a zone defense. You're gonna be aggressive like he is. Right. You're gonna you're gonna be all hands on like Diggs got frustrated with them last year. Right. No, I agree. We 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 really just don't we don't play that type of defense. We've never. Under the McDermott and at the time Leslie Frazier, we never really have this defense is much more aggressive than, uh, than the Leslie Frazier defense. But still, the corners are not maybe they're man to man. Maybe defense. they're making him inactive week by week just to have that. Uh, he's gonna be in the classroom for all those weeks. Maybe they're just coaching him up in the classroom and teaching him up in the classroom, and then you're gonna show me in practice first, and then I'm gonna put you on the field. Maybe it's one of those things. Maybe. But, I mean, going Maybe. up against this week, just a little preview. into the, I'm, I'm not going to get to it yet, but just in the preview, we are going to, we're going up against Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel, and Terry McLaurin. Maybe this is a week that we bring Kyrie Elam to be a more of an aggressive corner to those three, see, to that triple threat. See, and I agree with what you're saying, but, like, it's just maybe, – maybe that is exactly what's happening. Maybe that's exactly how it will play out, but – it's just frustrating from a fan point of view, and and I understand well, that the first fans don't. Pick on the guy. We, I was say we don't understand what's going on in the building on a day to day basis. But like you just said, we spent a first round pick on this guy, and he's riding the pine every single week. And that to me is like, dude, are you serious? Like, this is a guy last year that, yeah, he played, and I thought there was moments where he stuck out, like that he shined. I thought the Dolphins playoff game, he played the pretty interception. well. I thought the Chiefs regular season game, line. I thought he played pretty well. He had an interception on Pat Mahomes in the end zone. So he shined. Um, like he's I thought there was showing his growth. I was going to say I thought there was some promising moments for him. But then there was also the moments where you were, like, scratching your head, and you're like, all right, dude. Like, the, the, every player has that. Every player has that. But this, the beginning of the season has been a little frustrating as far as not being able to get him onto the field. And like I just alluded to, there, we don't know what happens on a day-to-day basis inside uh, one Bills drive. And maybe there's maybe there's something happening there. And maybe there's something where we're just kind of blowing it out of proportion a little bit. Um, but that being said, uh, again, DeMar Hamlin inactive. I, I don't think there's really anything to that. I think uh, what I want to point out is, again, we kind of we said something about Cam Lewis earlier. Cam Lewis offers a little bit more versatility as far as being able to play corner, being able to play safety, being able to play special teams, where DeMar Hamlin really doesn't offer that much. Yeah, he can he can play special teams, but he's a safety. Uh, Cam Lewis, he, he has the ability to do all, all that and the above. And then you got a guy that like Taylor Rapp, who's not a bad backup to the safety. Who's, I just don't think there's there's room for him to be active every week. So I don't think there's really anything with that. Um, or maybe he's just – he made the active 53-man roster, but – Maybe simply he's just not ready mentally. Nah, maybe, maybe again. There's just it's just weird. There's a, there there could be something going on uh, as far as like something like that that we just obviously don't know about. But uh, I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that being said, uh, just just to finish breaking down the, the Raiders game, I thought the defense had a really nice performance as far as keeping the Raiders uh, some of their threats, keeping them honed in. Uh, that being said, obviously I made a bold prediction last week. I wish the mic would have been cut off for that. Made a bold prediction about Devontae Adams being held under 40 receiving yards. I think he finished with 84. That's fine. The Bills win. I'd rather be wrong uh, about the yards and come out with a W. Yeah, I'm happy about it. Uh, but, team. but what about a guy like Josh Jacobs getting held to like negative two rushing yards? I mean, Nine that, rushes, negative two, ru- negative well, two yards. 
if I'm wrong, call me out on it, but wasn't that one of the better running backs in the NFL last year? Like, wasn't hey, that the best running back in the NFL I'm last gonna be year? The fir- I'm going to be the first down. one to say, I was scared of Josh Jacobs. After what Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook did to us week one, I was scared. I don't know, man. Get used to against it. You. Get used to it. The Bills defense is not letting these guys run all over us. I'm calling that right now. I'm calling right. that right now. We Bruh. shouldn't with that D-line room. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was just going to get into, so I'm glad you pointed it out. Defensive line had an absolute day. Greg Rousseau, dog. Ed Oliver, I think, had his best performances, one of his best performances as Buffalo Bill. He had so much pressure from the interior defensive They're line. They're just getting the quarterback he, every he single. He was getting after the quarterback. Obviously, he, they were they were run-stopping. Him and Daquan Jones had a day, both of them dogs. Uh, Leonard Floyd had a good day. Uh, there was a lot of pressure, and um, something we're going to get to here in a second is that pressure – that pressure got got our boy TB Terrell Bernard his first interception, hey. and um, I I did a lot of talking down on Terrell Bernard, but that did get him his first career interception. I thought that was pretty sweet. Greg Rousseau I believe tipped it up. Greg Rousseau dog, that's my boy. Groot. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, TB getting that first pick here. It is right here. That boy, man, that boy. He he led in tackles last week. He led tackles this week, and then comes out with an interception. Uh, that's that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Travis, I, I know, again, this is something we kind of talked about. Uh, Terrell Bernard not not looking too bad through two weeks. I think when he first showed his flashes was last year at the preseason game when he had that uh, fumble for six. That was last year's preseason yeah. game. That's when he really showed flashes in the preseason game. And he always – because we had Edmonds last year, so he was always playing that depth guy slash special teams. So this year he finally gets a shot, and he's proven it. He 12 has. tackles in two weeks. Was it six tackles each? Um, I thought it was uh, – I, I kind of want to pull it up, but I thought it was like nine tackles a week, one well, or like he, six well, tackles anyway, this week. Anyway, he's, he's taken over that tr- middle line. I'm not going to say he's Tremaine Edmonds, but Tremaine Edmonds last year and years prior, he would always lead the team in tackles week by week, yeah. week by week. And Terrell Bernard, two weeks in a row, he's doing it with a pick. Amen. Hey, how about – how about both our interceptions this week coming, coming from, from our linebackers. linebackers? How about how about our leading, our leader in interceptions right now is Two. specifically Matt Milano. Uh, this one, this, I mean, this one should the, the clip should be rolled around everywhere. Uh, Matt Milano absolutely getting up there. Speaking of and Josh, Moss ja- and Josh Jacobs, speaking of Josh Jacobs, look at that Moss dog. That's a dog. Give him that. That man right there is—he's a problem. Matt Milano is by far one of the best linebackers in the NFL. I think he's one of the more underrated players he's in the been NFL. All his career. That, that guy runs around. He is—he has a natural instinct for where the football is going to be. He—he he can find that ball like that. I mean, you—you you watch highlights, you watch clips, you film anything. I mean, dodging and weaving uh, blockers to get to the running back. He's making plays in the backfield. He's sacking the quarterback. He's hitting the quarterback. He's he's pressuring the quarterback. He's getting interceptions. He's bossing some of the best running backs in the NFL. He's doing everything he has to do to control the Bills' defense. And I'm not going to lie to you, I, I, there might not be like – like I have favorite players, but there's it is starting to get to the point where I th- I'm starting to f- – I love Matt Milano, man. He's shown out week I in and week out. Man, He's the staple of his defense. He is. He is. And and it's it's no like surprise the defensive line getting pressure after these quarterbacks and turnovers have have, have been a thing, man. I mean, two interceptions like you you pointed to. I mean that that last interception that we just showed a second ago, that was you know, there really wasn't too much pressure. I thought Jimmy Grapple had all day to throw the ball and just Matt Motto made it a 
like amazing play. But that Terrell Bernard interception was 100% pressure. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo snapped the ball and immediately had. Uh, That's what you like to see, baby. I would say immediately had like 300 pound men in his face. Just so they're keeping the seat warm for uh, Von Miller. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Um, yeah. So all around, that was definitely a game that there's there's something there's something there that that the Bills fans should be happy about. It's not like 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 all we heard all week from our boys was like. Come on, like it's just the Raiders, man. You should have won that game. It's the way they won the game. Like, yeah, okay, if they'd have just snuck out like a, a seven point or a three point win, got, it's like they got three of the best, one of the best players in the league on one team. Yeah, I mean Adams, Jacobs, and Max Crosby on the same team. I know they play different sides of the ball, but those are three of the top it, best players at their position in the game right the, now. And, and they are, they are. But that, and I said it, that's a team that the way they beat them. Is the exact way that I would wanted him to beat him. Is just oh, no, not no not a close game. I mean, other than that opening touchdown, the Raiders were never in it. Looks like they didn't even get off the bus. And I'm per- I'm perfectly fine with that. That being said, man, we're moving on here into week three. Already week three. Come on, man. This it goes it goes so fast, man. So fast. Uh, week three, the Bills have the Commanders. We go down to the nation's capital, and I don't know, man. That's you you kind of pointed this this topic out that we're about to get into. Is that a surprising two no team down there in the nation's capital? Yeah. Before we get yeah, before is we get Sam to Howell hit? before we get to that Bills uh Washington matchup, because they are one of the teams that I'm focusing on, let's talk about two and teams and 0 and two teams. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we got two and teams. Are they are they fakers? Like you said, you got the commanders, you got the dolphins, you got the ravens, you got the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Commanders, three in one division. So I, I already you got heard the a, Niners. I heard a couple of pretenders there already. And the Falcons and the Saints and the Bucks. Wow, yo, the NFC South. NFC South and the NFC East have three NFC, two and O teams. The NFC South is full of pretenders, man. I mean, that's I'ma just say it. I'ma just say it. There's three pretenders down there. Hey, you all wave. of them are two and oh. One of them's gotta win the division, but all of them are two and oh, man. And There's some hey. Are 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 you gonna give me your pretenders and, and your contenders or am I just gonna So my pretenders, two and pretenders? Like, cause I, I got a two and pretender. One of the biggest ones Yeah, one of them's playing the Bills this week. Oh. Oh, I wasn't even gonna go there. Wait, 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 wait. Can you go back to the AFC uh two and oh guys real quick? We got the Dolphins, we got the Ravens. I think the Ravens are Dolphins pretenders. and the Ravens are the only two and teams in the AFC. I think the Ravens are pretenders. I'm be honest with you. I'm be honest with you. I, 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 they're banged up right now. The offensive line, the the running back core also banged up. They're starting um, running back is Gus Edwards. Yeah, I, 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 I'm gonna say it. I say it. I say things every week that I'm just not too sure about. Am I gonna say what I'm about to say? Lamar Jackson is not him, man. No. I don't think like other than his MVP season. I think in 19, I believe it was 2019 or 20 or something. I think it was the year right before COVID that uh, he was he was MVP. I just feel like this is like an every year thing where the Ravens are solid. Like they got a decent defense. Like their offense is the same thing. I feel like every year. Give me them being a pretender, dude. I'm not. I'm not even gonna sit here and pretend and, and try to put that. I put respect on it. A show for the Ravens. I, I mean, think. when you got a division like the Ravens, Steelers, Browns, and Bengals. That's a tough division. It's a tough division. So any but... any any four of those teams can win the division at the end of the year. 
And hey, the Ravens two and zero. But no, no. So there, there's definitely there's. De- I mean, it's week two, and they play every every Ravens blind squirrel finds a nut Ravens as far Bengals. as getting wins. Uh, there's a lot of teams there that are two and zero right now that'll be contending for a top fifteen, sixteen draft pick at the end of the season. You named a couple of them. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think, I think a couple of them down in the NFC South. Uh, I'm not. Bucks, I'm not. Saints and Falcons. Uh, the Buccaneers, I don't think are, are real two and zero. Who do you got coming out of that division? So, so you got the Bucks, Saints, and Falcons at two and zero. All three of them, right? Yep. And the and Panthers. The Panthers. Oh, and two. Not the Panthers. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, like, so, so watching that Monday Night Football game this past week, I like, I kind of liked what I saw from Brace Young, but at the same time, I just think he, like, he's a rookie, and and this is expected. But he's processing the game really slow as far as like what he's seeing and stuff like that. I thought if there was going to be a game that he was going to at least show out in his first two weeks, I, I would have thought the Saints game would have looked a little bit better for him. He played all right, um, but he's just processing the game kind of slow, uh, and, and I just don't think that they, they've got even a remote shot of getting out of that division. But I think there's going to be a coach that's going to help a guy like him out. I do like Frank Wright. I really do like him as a coach. I'm sure I – don't, I don't know how Tank feels about Frank Wright, but uh, – You don't care for him? But, uh, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, give me out of that division. Give me the Saints. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. The Saints they yeah, have with with a solid defense and Derek Carr at the helm. I, I really, good I, was, I really like. They're clicking. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm going to really give them give them the the go as far as winning that division. That'd probably be my my best bet. So I don't think the Saints are a two and zero pretender. Do I think they're going to do anything when they get in the playoffs? No. The NFC is just filled with absolute dogs, and I just don't see them getting out of probably the first round or two. So, um, but they'll, they'll walk away with that division, I think. Um, let's uh, let's flip it to 0-2 real quick before we get started. Yeah, there's some teams in there that I think are uh, – So, in the, coming out of the AFC East with a big old donut. You got the Patriots. You got the – you got some surprising teams here. You got the Chargers, the Broncos, the Bengals. The Texans. Who they? Who they think? NFC. You got nobody in the NFC East. They have a combined record of like seven and one, and the only loss in that division is the Giants when they got their asses whooped against the Cowboys. Um, and then you got the Cardinals, Bears, and of course the Panthers. So- if you had to ask me, the most shocking own and the two, Vikings, the Vikings are own two. The most two two shocking own two teams right now is by far definitely the Bengals and the Vikings. Um, the Bengals for sure. I, I think we all had pretty high expectations for the Bengals coming in. They as, started slow as, last year too, didn't they? They did start slow. I think through like the first couple of games, they they this, were. This year doesn't help that their quarterback is dealing with the. They'll be all right though. Calf. I I still think they're probably the best team in that division all around. Um, it's gonna take. Hey, like I'll be honest with you, like. If I had to guess right now, I would say the Bengals could still definitely win that division, and I think they probably still have a really good shot at winning the division. Uh, but if you had to ask me, it'd probably either be the Steelers or the. It's probably gonna be the Steelers or the Bengals. The Steelers have a phenomenal defense, but at the same time, their offense is really shaky. Um, I still think the Bengals will probably walk away with that, even though they're on two. I think that that's a pretend on two. They'll get their shit together. They'll be back. Then, uh, like you, you said, the Texans. Texans on two. That's real, man. That's C.J. Stroud down there trying to do his thing, but. 
He's it's a rookie quarterback. It's a real 0-2. They'll be fighting for a top pick too. Chargers, Broncos, Broncos. Man, the Sean, I heard all I heard was Sean Payton this, Sean Payton that. I was a high I'm believer. I'm gonna be honest with you. I was a high believer. I'm gonna be honest. They need to figure something out. I don't think Sean Payton or Russell Wilson's the answer. They've really only lost their last two games with a combined points of like four points. And I and I get that, but don't think that he's the answer. Chargers, uh, that that's a fake own too. I think I think they'll find their way back into. The race yeah, look at the Raiders. And that division, that division, they're no four, like nobody's out of anything. No, not like, at I don't all. want to make that, I don't want to make it sound like I don't know anything about football. I will football say, though, the about Chiefs, people in the division. it does feel good looking at the AFC West and the Chiefs are it, number two. It does, does but look good. there's not a single team out of that. Uh, the Chiefs are going to walk away with that division just like they have the last, like, 11 years. There's on to the next thing, man. That's 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 obvious. There's nobody, there's nobody touching them in that division. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. I'd say, I'd say obviously there's there's no no reason to overact with some of these 0 two and two and zero teams. But what are your thoughts about the 0 two teams? I got the pretenders, like you said, Chargers. I'm gonna be like I said, I'm a firm believer in the Broncos with Russ Russ Wilson and uh, Sean Payton over there. I I like what they're trying to put together. So I think they're gonna they're gonna stack some wins up here soon. I believe so. You got the Bengals. Hey, wouldn't it be nice if they would finish like second in their division? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be nice. Anything to make sure some of these late playoff games are in uh, in Highmark Stadium. That's that's pretty much all I'm focused about. Is like if we can, if those two big teams can be like you know second in their division, not winning their division, hosting playoff games, and those those games are running through us. I'm there all day. You got I'm the card. You got the Cardinals over here trying to tank for Caleb. But little do they know if, if Caleb sees them the first overall pick, he will return back to USC. Little do they know. Oh, the Cardinals? They got two this year? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. See, I can't. I cannot wait. Ah, wait. No, no, no. I, can't. I, love, I love the draft. Like, we, we, we really dive into the draft watching stuff and then making our mock drafts, sitting in the basement, dude. This year. I would say using the board, doing mock drafts and stuff like that, keeping track of picks, uh, and then do throwing down just a crazy party for the draft. I love the draft. Um, no, nah, but, I mean, so yeah, ran through some of these 0-2 and 2-0 teams. Travis, let's go through the schedule, man, and see if some of these 2-0 and 0-2 teams, are, are there going to be 2-0 teams taking their first losses or are there going to be 0-2 teams grabbing their first wins? Jeff, that's kind of for me and you to decipher here. Uh, we'll hop right into our weekly pickums. There we go. All right. Uh, last week, Travis, you went eleven and five. I went nine and seven. The world could hear me this week. Um, I mean, last week they could hear me. Travis, I, I'll, I'll shake your hand. Thank you. You won last week. You have not. You're not. You're not gonna win. You're not gonna win this week. You're not I will. Gonna... I will give you that. You took the Commanders over the Broncos. I'll give you that. I'll give you that game. Commanders Broncos. But you made the mistake of choosing the pa- Patriots over the Dolphins. Yeah, me and Tank were talking about this a little. Like he said, he's like, you went with your heart because I wanted the Patriots to win, and they. Uh, I don't blame you. I would have been. I would have been happy if I would have. If I was sitting here nine I, I and seven, kinda, and you I were just, eleven and five. I just kind of figured. I just kind of figured. A guy like me, if I was coming out saying that they were going to win, they would have did it. Like, they would have just did it for my pick em segment. But here we are. I'm sitting at 9-7. and seven. I got to figure some things out. I got to beat this guy, Travis. Uh, we got a big game uh, tomorrow that hopefully me and you will be watching in the man cave. Uh, 
Giants going to play the 49ers. That's – hey, I fully expect, just like previous weeks, the 49ers to just walk all over the Giants. One, it just was announced today that they're missing Saquon this week. And, Saquon. And their star offensive lineman, Andrew Thomas. And for two, the Giants just don't look good right now. No. Nah. There was all this there was all this offseason hype because such a they had a good year with Dable last year. They just have not looked good. They have not met expectations. And when you're missing your star offensive lineman and your star running back against this 49ers defense, I don't see it. I I and then you you got and you add on all these wide receivers that are you can say underperforming. I just don't see it. Right. I'm going to sit here and agree. Uh, I think the 49ers beat the Giants. I don't think the 49ers are going to walk all over the Giants. I think they're finally going to build a little bit of momentum. They played a real bad first six quarters of football through the first two games. Uh, but the last half of the Cardinals game, obviously they came back and, and they beat Joshua Dobbs, who kind of looked like a dog in that game. It came bit. down to the last play. Um, yeah, with a pathetic Hail Mary attempt. Uh, I, I think that's going to be a good game. I want If Saquon was playing, this might be a split off the bat. If Saquon and uh, well, Andrew Peters. Andrew if, Thomas. If, oh, Andrew Thomas. Andrew, yeah, I was thinking of Jason Peters. Andrew Thomas. Um, Same with the Seahawks. He did 41 years old. Uh, I, I, I probably would have went with Next. the Giants here if both of them were healthy. I'm going to go ahead and take the 49ers here too just because I want to make sure I stay safe and I don't. I don't the record doesn't get worse. Uh, starting off the Sunday slate. We got Broncos at Miami, and uh, I'm just going to start off here. I think the Dolphins do win this game. I just told you guys a couple of minutes ago I do not think the Broncos are a legit team. Like, I, I just don't think the Sean Payton era, and I don't think Russell Wilson. I don't I don't know if that's going to mix mix well. I think the Broncos dropped to 0-3, and the Dolphins improved to 3-0. and uh, The Dolphins look – they look good, man. They look exactly speed the way Speed on top of speed on exactly. top of speed on top of speed. They look exactly the way I thought they were going to look. I I was a high believer. I'm I'm still a high believer, but I just don't Take see man. I just don't see it this week. Take a man. I don't we're not split we're not splitting here. You ain't fooling me this time. We're not Yeah, we're not splitting. I I don't see it. That offense is just too fast for that Broncos defense. And that that Dolphins defense has been showing up too. They got yeah. some, they got some hard hitters. They got some he- yeah, they got I some good to. guys up front and some good linebackers. I want you to take them so bad. All right, so we're not splitting there. Both of us going Dolphins. Ah, here we go, Travis. A division matchup: the Jets and Patriots. Patriots going to the uh, the. Well, I was gonna say New York. They're gonna go to New Jersey and play the Jets. Travis, I'm I'm gonna go with the Patriots here. Okay. And it's I, not it's not because of my heart. There's no heart in this because this game. He just wants to see the Patriots succeed. No, 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 no. I got, I got New England winning this game. Their defense has looked not bad through the first two weeks. Matt Judon's a um, problem. They gave the heat. Matt Christian Judon's Gonzalez, a problem. Gonzalez, that rookie. I, I just cornerback. He's, I, he looks I don't, good. I, you know, I'm not going to go into my point because I don't want to talk you out of picking. If you're going to pick the Jets, go ahead and pick I'm the not Jets. Not picking the Jets. God, come not on, picking. Man. I'm not picking Zach Wilson against this Patriots defense. You totally, you totally. I think you totally were gonna. I totally was not. Oh, I'm right. not. I'm not picking Zach Wilson against this Patriots defense. I'm not just. I'm not doing it. Right, I, I got the Patriots picking up their first W this week. Fair enough. I'm one and two. Still last in division. So we, here we are. Uh, not, no splits yet. No splits yet. No splits yet. Texans at the Jaguars. 
I think we know the obvious answer yeah, here. I was going to say That's, there's no, no, spoiler. no yeah. You don't think C.J. Stroud's going to go out there? Oh, wait. Is C.J. Stroud hurt, he's, question, he's questionable. Oh. He'll play. He was He'll questionable play. last week, Give too. Give the Jaguars. Give him the Jaguars. Now, I'm in the suicide pool with uh, Jackie's dad. And shout out, Ed. And uh, it came down to the Jags versus the Texans and the Seahawks versus the 0-2 Panthers. And... I just the Jags, they just got all the right answers for this bad Texans defense. Calvin Ridley, just like week one, he'll probably go off week three. Hope so. We got him in fantasy, man. Hope hope he does his thing. He that, probably will. Yeah. That's a that that's a clean that's a clean. Yeah, run. I'm gonna be honest, with you. I, I don't I'm not gonna spend too much time on a game like that. Not at all. Uh Titans Browns, here we go. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna give Tennessee Tennessee the go here. Didn't take them last week over the Chargers, and they let me down. So, <sighs> the we're good. Yeah, the final answers speak for themselves. So, you, well, I, I, I'm talking about last week. Oh, okay. So, I'm but I'm going Tennessee here. I think Tennessee. I just I like the I I like I like them over Cleveland, man. I just didn't like what I seen from Cleveland on Monday Night Football, and I don't think I'm gonna like what I'm gonna see on uh, Sunday not Football. Th- not this week. Not without Nick Chubb for the rest of the year. Ooh, uh, that was bad, dude. It was bad. Speaking of speaking of Nick Chubb's injury, I'm gonna get a little bit off topic here. But I saw this little this little post on X. It's not Twitter. It's X now. Mm. Mm. So the last four four Monday Night Football games. Oh boy. Oh boy. Kyler Murray tears his ACL. Demar Hamlin goes into cardiac arrest. Aaron Rodgers tears his Achilles. Just a couple weeks ago, by the way. That so that that injury's still fresh. And then a couple week a couple weeks later, not even a, no, not even a week, a, later, a week later. No, not no, even a week no, later. Literally just a week later. Literally ju- yeah, Monday night to Monday night. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome, buddy. I got you, dude. Nick Chubb sustains gruesome leg injury on the same leg as he did when he was back in Georgia. That now that might that might is just, Monday Night Football yeah, cursed. Monday Night Football might be cursed, but that in all seriousness, that injury, I don't even know if the official details been released as far as I mean that that whole knee is probably a mess. But he's had, he needs two surgeries. I read it today. He needs two surgeries. <sighs> Hopefully, he plays football again, man. I Travis, mean, you skipped one, my friend. I know it was looked over with the Nick Chubb injury, but during the Panthers Saints game, Shaq Thompson down oh, for the season. Oh yeah. He's down for the season. Yeah, yeah he is. He did. It, didn't he? Was that ankle surgery? Achilles, ankle, right? Achilles or ankle? It's something, dude. Yeah, I did hear about that. I, I this see. Post, this post in an update yet, Ben? See what what drives me nuts is. Or was it before? So that's five. That's that was the game before that one. So that's five. Huh? That's every Monday night football game because they did the little double Since, header this past week. Yeah. They're doing a double header again this week. He he pointed that out. That's that's a good that that's a that's scary because that's every Monday night football game. It's not like it's hey, Monday night. Season up to everyone playing Season Monday P's, night football. Season season. Let's hope the Bills don't. They they have all. They're all over the schedule this year. I'm gonna be knocking on wood every single Monday night football. Do the Bills play on Monday night football game this year? They gotta. They play all over this. Because I was gonna say I know we have we have a. I know we had well, that the Bucks, one in the beginning of the season. Oh, is that on Monday night? I wasn't sure if that was Monday or Sunday. Because the Bucks and the Giants are on Thursday night football. No, it's Giants Sunday, Bucks Thursday. Oh, Sunday night football? No. Oh. Yeah. I just know they're I I just know 
we're used to having Sunday one o'clock football games. Hey, dude, not the last couple of years, not man. The last co- well, not the last couple of years. Not the last couple of years. But I we only say, have like five on the schedule. I would say like grade school me is used to watching Sunday 1 o'clock games and being upset by 4 o'clock. Not anymore, man. <laughs> by 425? Bill's got some Thursday night games. Dude, I can be upset. I can be upset as early as Thursday night now. It's This is awesome. I can be upset as early as Thursday night. That's rough, though. Or I can be pissed off by the end of the week on Monday night. They The, the Bills... They're the primetime Bills now. They're America's team. They play whenever they want to, and I love it. They play Thursday, Monday, Sunday. They even got. They even play on Saturday sometimes towards the end of the season. They're even flying to London. They're playing a nine thirty game. I'm gonna roll out of bed, and we're gonna watch. We're gonna we're gonna eat some eat some pancakes. We're gonna eat some eggs. I'm getting completely off track. I'm getting completely off topic here. But the Bills play whenever, whenever. I love it. What game were we even on? (laughs) We were on Texans Jaguars. Oh no. Browns Titans. Browns Titans. You you said you were taking the Browns. I did not. <laughs> that's a good I, game, dude. That could be a good game. That's a good game, but it, I just don't see. If, it I, if you that take r- the Browns, I might have just gave you a win. Ford looked nice. Their backup running back looked nice. He looks nice. They they, and they just Cream. signed Cream Hunt. Four mil de- it's not like he doesn't know what's going year. on in Cleveland. He spent some time there. Man, I still got the Titans over the Browns. I that offense didn't. Other than Nick Chubb, that offense didn't look good. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, we're we're still not split. Uh, Falcons at Lions. This is where I think another two zero team goes down. Give me the Lions. And I think yeah. the Lions are just. I I don't I don't know if I'm bought in on Desmond Ritter. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna say he can't get it done. They're, but the Lions. Give me the Lions. As far as I like, I like what they did against uh, the the Chiefs week one. Obviously, they dropped a dud. And it sounded like against Seattle. I, I didn't get really. I didn't get a chance to watch that game, but yeah, the Falcons this week. I like I like the Lions, but the Lions, the way they're coached. Dan I, Campbell's a hey. he he is he's a he, cool coach, want, man. He's a cool wanna, coach to watch. The Lions they they remind me a little bit of the Bills, man. They I I tell you, Dan Campbell makes you want to run through a wall, week in and week out. But yo, did you see C.J. Gardner Johnson's out for the season, right? Yeah, he. Uh, what was the injury? Isn't he out? Yeah, I think he's out for the season and. Uh, Wait, am I, am I? I am right about that, right? Well, he no, CJ, CJ's out. I thought I saw. It. Oh, maybe. I think it was a torn pack. It's a torn pack, but I don't think he's out for the year. Maybe I'm. Uh, the Lions are hopeful that he, he. So he's he's it on CJ Gardner Johnson's on. They put him and James Houston on injury reserve. There's been a couple today. people this year with torn packs already. But uh, that's good. Hey man, hey. so they're. He's he's on injured reserve, but obviously you can you can get you can get taken off that. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to scare everybody. Didn't mean to scare everybody there. Yeah, he's. I just thought it was kind of crazy, man, because wasn't he just telling everybody to pull up in ski masks and stuff like that? And then one league later, the pecs torn. He's out. Uh, I just I I really like what the Lions are doing. I think the Falcons are one of those pretending zero and two. Uh, I mean two and zero teams. I told you that NFC Their South. undefeated team. Their short undefeated season will be will it's come to an end this week. Um, so are we both in agreement that? Oh yeah, we, those Lions. Yeah. 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 All right. So both going the Lions. I'm liking what they're doing right now. We got another two and zero team going against the one and one Packers. This is a. I mean, I I think Green Bay is favored to win this one. Uh, this are is they? gonna be this yeah this is gonna be really? a solid uh, yeah. Yeah, something something real low. Uh, this is another kind of slugfest, a game that I'm glad that I won't have to watch because the Bills play at the same time. Uh, Saints, Packers, give me the Saints. I think th- I think they continue on 3-0. I, th- I think 
I, I don't think that they're a very good football team, but I think Derek Carr is the best quarterback in that division, and I think the Saints have one of the better well-rounded teams. I liked so. what the Packers did week one against the Bears, and then they just followed up with the – how much did they I got, lose I got by? an opinion about the Bears that we get to here. How much did they lose? By, the Packers lose by week two? One, one point. All right, then maybe I'm not going to say what I was going to say. I, I, I was going to say I wasn't impressed, but how, who am I to say? I didn't watch the game. So they, 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 so they lost to the Falcons by one point, 25-24. Hey. Ah. Didn't I pick the Packers last week? We're, it's not even on the board anymore. Yeah. Um, I, I that's, like – That's a tough one, man, because – I like this. I, like I can the see that going either way. I hope so, man, because my running back – dude, my running back core has gotten terrible in fantasy as far as injuries. Okay. He has the hamstring injury. The hamstring injury, dude, you don't want to rush that back. You don't want to rush that back. No, that lingers. Um, I'm li- I'm still going to – like I said, I'm going to go Saints. I'm going Saints just because I'm like – I did watch the Saints game. They played the Panthers last week. Yeah, Monday night. Even though it's the Panthers' defense, I think they got it. They right won me $150, man. Hey. They won me $150. Shout out to Derek Carr. Shout out to uh, Sh- Shashid. Is that his – Rashid Shashid? Uh, he, I had I like him, this. I had him, I had him over like 40 and a half receiving yards and he had like 18 going in like the third quarter. And I was like, oh man, here we go again. I'm sweating. I'm, I'm like, this, this line's not going to hit. And then Derek Carr hit him for like a 40 yard bomb. So I'm liking what that Saints, exact, de- Saints offense is doing. Mike is the, Thomas is getting into it. Yeah. Mike Thomas is Chris Olave's out here making crazy catches. Yeah. Chris Olave looked good. Shahid man. out there. That that receiving core is low key kind of not bad, man. Hey, as long as Mike, as long, got, like, you, say, like you said, as long as before. Mike Thomas, big toes, all right, we're good. Uh, that brings Bills at Commanders. I don't think we're gonna get a split here. No, not by me at least. Oh, I'm not. I'm not throwing anything in here. I think the Bills win. I'm. I'm. Now, are you gonna see another? Is it gonna be another game like the Raiders game? A commanding. Hey, no pun intended. Ooh. No pun intended. I like uh, you could have just did a you could have just threw a little pun in there, man. A commanding win against the Commanders. I could have. Still can. Still. Can. All right. Let's let's redo that real quick. Are you gonna do a commanding uh, win? Uh. So this week I got the Bills. Got the Bills. Bills. Commanders. The Bills are gonna take a commanding W against the Commanders this week. I think it's gonna look a lot like what we just did to the Raiders I last like it. last week. I like it. All right, uh, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and say like it's so the only way I'm gonna see this being a commanding win is if the Bills do something similar to what they did this past week. Uh, Chase Young, they got They got to eliminate him. Uh, so what play- I wanna what I wanna allude to? I'm lost on on Chase Young. So he didn't play week one, right? He didn't, but he, he played week two and he came off of a one and a half sack performance with a tackle for loss. So he's still a problem. He's still the same Chase I'm just Young. Confused if he's playing or not. He's playing. He's playing, and he's 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 playing, and I'm sure Spencer Brown's gonna have his hands full the whole entire afternoon. Hey, maybe we'll see that uh, that three tight ends. Well, this there's, week hey, there's a reason why I pointed that out in the beginning of this podcast because that is gonna be one of my keys to victory is slowing a guy like Chase Young down. There's no there there's really no other way around it. You got to slow the man down. But I think we're both in favor of the Bills winning that game. No doubt. I would say we got to worry about we'll, that uh, we'll, receiving core. We'll tap back into that game in a little bit here, right? Yeah, we'll tap back into that game. All right, so Chargers. So I got a question for you guys when when the time comes back around. All right, I like it. I like it. Uh, so then we got the this, – this is by far, in my opinion, the best 0-2 matchup of the whole entire week because these are two teams, in my opinion, 
that we did not think we're going to be on two going into week three. Jeez. But again, it's just week three. Hold your horses. The, the NFL, the, the Super Bowl's not won in the first couple of weeks of Who the season. Who wins their first it's game this year? <sighs> this is a good football game. This And this is where I think we could see our first split. I'm going to go Vikings. We definitely are going to see our first split. There we go. About damn time, we man. We definitely are. We definitely I Give me your reasons, then I'll follow it up with mine. All right, so the, that Vikings team, I'm just not seeing enough production on that offense other than Justin Jefferson. We drafted Madison in our in the Emerge Fantasy and, League and, just because we thought we'd so you know, they just signed guys, they, they, they just, just traded, traded for Cam, Cam Akers. Yeah. So which I don't think he'll obviously play this week. That's no. a little bit of a short notice, but But like like I was saying, I see all these players on that like they have K J Osborne, they have Jordan Addison. They're not performing to the peak as Justin Jefferson is. They got T J Hawkinson. So I'm just not seeing that offense click right now. So uh, I'm gonna sit back and I'm this is where I, this is where I was kind of just saying it's week two like these these guys these teams it takes a little bit to get into the rhythm and make things happen. Hey, Kirk Thuggins hasn't checked in yet. I, on fantasy football, I beg to differ, man. I think my well, I have fantasy I've had him being the first ranked quarterback right now, if I'm not mistaken. As far as putting up points, he I had have like him 36 on, points last week. I have week, him on the bench. He played like he he fantasy football wise he played well. Obviously not well enough to get the, get a win. Um. I I just so this this week I get what you're saying as far as you know you got to look at who they played though like you you do know that they played one of the best NFC teams if not the best NFC team in the, the Eagles so and and the problem with it and and this is kind of what we alluded to with the Bills in week one was turning over the football the Vikings are coming off of two games where they've turned over the ball a lot. Whether that was on special teams fumbling the ball, or that was Kirk Cousins throwing an interception, or that was even our guy Alexander Madison, I think, had a fumble. They're turning over the ball quite a lot, and uh, that's, I, I that's just where that offense isn't clicking, in my opinion. And 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 I agree, I agree, but I think this week that that comes to an end. The Vikings get a win. I don't really think that Chargers defense is going to stop the Vikings. I, they haven't really stopped anybody yet, have they? No. I mean, you could look at it the other way, like I was just saying, like how the Vikings offense is going to start to click this week. Maybe the Chargers defense starts to click this week. They get the job done, and they they, they slow down the Vikings. That could go either way. You're right, though. Even though they're both 0-2. That's a good game. That might be the, one of the best games of the week. That is one of the best games of the week. Give me the Vikings. I think the Chargers dropped on 0-3. Okay. I, I'm I'm happy we finally got a split because we were, we were going right down the line. I mean, we had to. We had a split at some point. You got to make it interesting. I think we're going to get another split on this next one. What, what what game's that? And I think there's somebody in the room that's going to appreciate my pick. I'm not picking him because he's in the room. We got the ba- uh, the Baltimore Ravens. I, this game's in Baltimore. So we got the Colts. They're going to Baltimore. I know the reason already. I got the Colts winning this I know the reason game. already. He doesn't believe in Lamar Jackson. I don't believe in Lamar Jackson. The Ravens are a little banged up. That's not the reason, though. It's not the reason, What's though. What's the reason? Minshew mania, man. Minshew mania. mania. Give me the Colts, man. Give me the Colts. Just like this is gonna be my pick, how I picked the Commanders to beat the Broncos. I think we're gonna walk into the That's emerge. Not how that works, pal. I think we're gonna walk into the Emerge Studios next <laughs> week. I'm gonna be setting the board up again. You're gonna look at me and you're gonna be like, "Damn, Chris, that was actually a really good pick." I'm gonna talk about that on the podcast. And and maybe, maybe that's the pick that cost me again this week. But you know what? It is week three. The good news is it's week three, and that record right now, that can turn around. I but mean, picks hey, like this. Hey, let's picks say- like this is what's gonna help me out. 
I know, but let's say, let's say the I pick the Ravens, they lose, and what other team do we split on? The Chargers and Vikings. Yeah, there's still two losses behind. That's all right. You need to catch. Hey, that's all right. That's fine. I still got commanding. You like to punt again? Yeah. You were scared to use that the first time, man. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I still got a commanding two-game two, two game lead. So, okay. So those two games. So you are going the Ravens, though. I'm going the Ravens. I'm definitely going the Ravens. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So that there's another split right there. Now we're in the 4 o'clock slate. We got the 0-2 Panthers versus the 1-1 Seahawks. I think the Seahawks get out of this game with a commanding win. I'm going to be honest with you. You can't use that pun. Never mind. That's not how it works. Hey, re-roll re it. Re-roll it. <laughs> sorry, I won't even say it again. That's your pun. You're, that's not how it works. That's your pun. I'm sorry, man. I'll never use it again. I think the Seahawks get out of here with a uh, – I don't even know what word Pick I want to use. Pick up a synonym. <laughs> <laughs> I think the command uh, – Look them up. <laughs> oh, dude, now I'm, now I'm, now I'm just – They're going to come out with a dominating win over Bryce Young and the Panthers. Uh, like I said earlier – I like Bryce Young. I do think he's going to be a pretty good quarterback. My problem is I just think right now the way he sees the field, the way he processes the game is a little too slow. I think the Seahawks have a better day uh, on defense and kind of get in his head a little bit. I just don't think this is his first win. I just don't. I don't see nah, that. Against, against Seattle, in Seattle, they, they have some crazy fans in Seattle. There. That's, oh, that man. place gets loud, man. That place gets loud. Like you, like you said, I don't I don't see the Panthers getting picking up their first W. I don't see Bryce Young picking up his first NFL win. Not against this Seahawks team. When you got an offense like that, I mean, you got you got a trio of DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and JSN, and then you got Kenneth Walker in the backfield. Like he like he said before, who Who's got who got hurt on that Panthers defense? Shaq Thompson. Shaq Thompson, man. It's a big. That's a big that's injury. One, that's, that's one of their heart. And so, that's one of their heart and souls on that defense. So I mean, I no. No. All right. All right, bro. Straight up, no. All right. Like I said before, it was like be, it. it was be my suicide pick. It was between the Jags and the and the Seahawks. Just because that prime reason. I like it. No. Okay. Um, this one right here. 425, Bears going to Kansas City. I was waiting for this game, man, because I was waiting to talk about this. Uh, I'm going to go. On the Bears? I'm going to trash on the Bears here. The Chiefs, I think this is a dominating win. Uh, the reason I'm going to trash on the Bears is I. The, the more I watch Justin Fields' film, the more I just start to realize, like, yeah, he's a tremendous athlete. Like, he is one of the best quarterback athletes as far as what's in the game right now. Like, he can make plays with his legs. Like, he is very athletic. But you want to talk about a guy that struggles to see the field? Hey, didn't I, you, wait, I watched. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you right there. Didn't you hear? It's a coach's problem. Oh, well, a coach's problem. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else in the room saw the video that I'm about to point out. I wish I had it. <laughs> Justin Fields standing in a clean pocket, kind of circling around. Right, he's got a wide receiver wide open up the seam for a touchdown. That's just staring him down with his hands up, just staring him down. Right, and the guy takes a sack. He takes a sack. It's wide open. There's my problem with Justin Fields is how do you not see something like that I watched I watched the hey, Bears Packers week line. one mm. I watched well that's might be that might be Bryce Young's problem too in Carolina we'll see um, oh, yeah. I watched I watched that week one that that Packers Bears game and it again, I didn't like just, what I saw the Bears I, either I didn't like what I saw 
there's definitely not enough there to beat the Chiefs. I mean, if you're a Bears fan, you think you're going into this week winning, you're wrong. You're wrong. That's just point blank. That that right there is a is a game that I would put. Did the I'd Packers win on. by a by a good margin in that game, week one against the Bears? Yeah, yeah. They did. It, so I mean, if you can't go in there and beat a team led by Jordan Love, first game starting, and they did, they couldn't beat a Baker Mayfield led Buccaneers team no. a week after, and they didn't even and the Packers didn't even have Christian Watson, their wide receiver one. They had Dobbs and which, by the way, just picked up Christian Reed. Watson on fantasy. What's that? Somebody released him in one of my fantasy leagues. I was kind of wondering why, because that's going to be wide receiver one once well, he, he should, comes back. He should be back soon. Uh, I, yeah, I think he's dealing with a hamstring injury. So, like, if you can't mistaken. be a Packers team like that, who's beat up everywhere, who's beat up and inexperienced, they're not. I know the Bears the are too. They're not going to beat the Chiefs. They're not going to beat the Chiefs at all. Um, you're gonna you're gonna probably see Travis Kelsey for two or three touchdowns this week. So you're definitely not beating. You're not picking no. the Bears. I think that's point blank and obvious coming from a guy like you, Travis. I think I'm gonna say a hot take. It's not gonna be this hot take's not gonna be on the Bills, but I think Travis Kelsey gets about two or three touchdowns this week. I hope so, bro. I got him in fan. No, no, no. I just take his. I just like taking his underdog lines. Hey, yeah, I was broke too. He's dating uh, Taylor Swift now, so he hey. might show up and show out. Hey, don't don't f- break his heart yet, T Swift. Is that official? He said it. Hey, man, good for good for him. Good for him, man. Hey. Good for him. Well, you know, in a way, good for him. But also, wouldn't you want one of those T-Swift relationships where he, she makes a song about Travis Kelsey and, and avoids him for weeks and breaks up with him just before playoffs start? It messes with their head, man. Well, I'm either going to say that's either going to mess with his head in a bad way or that's going to really – that's going to that's gonna make the NFL – I don't know, dude. I don't know, bro. Hey. I don't know. I, I think all of us were kind of hoping that was going to happen to Josh Allen this year with the whole, like, him and his uh, Brit breaking up. And then, of course, he ends up getting with that Haley. Were they rumor, rumoring a Taylor Swift Super Bowl halftime performance? What if Chiefs make it back? I mean, I know it's Bills, probably. We don't even want to bring that up. Hey. But it's a possibility. It is. Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift. He's out there watching the, the halftime the script, show. The script is written. It, it wrote itself. Hey, Amen. He's out there writing the. He's out there watching the halftime show rather than being his team in the Super Bowl halftime. Hey, <laughs> the stories come together. Hey, Amen. Shout out to Jackie though. I, I'm gonna have to show you this. TikTok. A Jackie shout out. Shout out to this, Jackie. Is this the first Jackie shout out yeah, of the year? Yeah. Shout out to Jackie. She sent me this. She probably didn't make it this far to watch no, this far. She, no. she um she sent me this TikTok a few like last week. It's like this big old theory about T Swift and Travis Kelsey. She's a big T Swift kind of girl. She, she's hey, she's in it. So she's she's in all the loop of the of the whole thing. But uh, I'm gonna have to show I'm gonna have to show you. It was this big. Oh, theory. I thought he wasn't gonna tell us. I was like, is he just no, gonna, gonna keep dragging you, this you. on? Or it's this big theory on how like you know T Swift and Travis Kelsey are a thing. Um, they date all football season. She. She goes on her London tour. Uh, she avoids him for weeks. He doesn't know what's going on. She, stuff like he's worrying about her rather than football. It comes when they're making the playoffs. She still goes silent with them. The Chiefs are about to make the Super Bowl. Oh, wait. Who's in the building? T-Swift for the halftime show. Travis Kelsey's out there. Wait, wait. T-Swift here? I thought she was in London. He goes watch the halftime show. He gets emotional. 
still not talking to him. Hey, it's a common T-Swift thing. God, man. It's a big, It's it was like a four-minute TikTok theory. Like you get, you can't even send that through messages. You gotta copy the, you gotta copy the link. You got, God, man, it's a big theory. I I don't even know what to say about that one. I don't know that that speechless. That one, that one. We're gonna go ahead and move on to the Cowboys and Cardinals now. Um, I think we'll we're both going Chiefs, but I didn't think we were gonna get into all that. Um, Cowboys. It, it Cardinals. had to come up. It had to. That's a that's a breaking story in the world. Hey man, you're right. I, I'm a, I'm a little bit. I'm a little. I lack in the pop culture game, man. I don't know what really is going on outside of. I get that news from Jackie. Hey, Jackie's the plug, man. That's all that matters. We got the plug. Uh, Cowboys, Cardinals. I think there's a is team this, that's. Is this even a question? No, no. Can we skip over this like we did some other games? I think we can. I think the Cardinals are fighting for the first overall pick, and I think <laughs> the Cowboys are going to move on to three. You know, uh, first and second. Uh, first and second, dude. Oh yeah, because they got the. Te- Yo, they really could. They really could have back-to-back picks the way this is playing out so far. Uh, yeah, no, we don't. We don't need to spend too much time on that. Steelers Raiders, on the other hand, though, a little good Sunday. That's, a, that's, that's a, a Sunday night football game. That's an interesting one. We might split. Do you want me to go first? Go first. Hey Ben, if you're watching Pick this, your poison. Hey Ben, if you're watching this, me and you will be sitting. Oh, no, no, he might not be. He might not be over at the man cave this week. But if he is at the man cave this week, me and you will be watching this, and we will both be watching the Steelers beat the Raiders in Las Vegas. Kenny Pickett's going to get a W. George Pickens is going to eat again. I'm going to take his line because I think George Pickens is a dog. All right. After that 71-yard touchdown, yeah. Yep. It's about time me, they started throwing the, throwing the ball. About but time. Are we getting a split here because I'm going Steelers? You kind of convinced me not to take a split. Oh, come on, man. I'm sorry. I was going to take this, but I don't think you, that's how this works. It works now. Hey, whoever's leading gets to decide the rules. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> no, I'm playing. You, But you like you did convince me that I was going to go Raiders. Damn it. But that defense, and you said George Pickens coming out. Kenny. Hey, we're not splitting there. So that defense is nice. It, it is nice. So I think that's pretty easy. Yeah, I think the Steelers' defense. You know, the, we saw good defense just play play the Raiders this week, and they they handled them. I think the Steelers have a better pass rush than the Bills have, and if they couldn't handle the Bills' pass rush, there's no way the Steelers are. Uh, there's no way the Raiders are going to be able to handle uh, T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith coming off the edge. Both of those guys had absolute games getting after the quarterback last week. That brings us to the Monday night slate. And if Travis had anything to say about the Monday night slate, he'd probably tell you that something bad's going to happen in two of these games. On I, what I'm going to say is I don't think something's going to something bad's going to happen to the Philadelphia Eagles. I think the Philadelphia Eagles are going to get a W here against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers on paper, this looks like it should their, be taking their first out. I would say this paper on paper, this looks like it should be like a cool, good NFC game. I think that's not going to be too fun that to watch. Not be the that's, case. Yeah, it's a two and zero. Eagles and 2-0 Buccaneers game. But what did I tell you guys earlier? There's a lot of pretenders down in the NFC South, and the Baker Mayfield-led Buccaneers are one of the pretenders. Uh, I definitely think the Eagles are all-around better football team on offense and defense. They got one of the best defenses in the NFL, period. Um, I'm definitely going to go Eagles here. Um, I got to assume there's, there's probably not going to be a split on that one. There's not going to be a split at all. But I do, I do want to do a quick shout-out to Mike Evans. It don't matter who his quarterback is. He's still getting yards. 
Yeah. He's, he's been on an insane roll. He's not getting yards this week, man. No? Nope. Okay. I'm not going to do that giving a line thing because really, I'm really not that good at that. Like, I remember I was the guy that said. Devontae Adams? There's one guy, Matt, that's pretty good at that. That is Ben. Ben's pretty solid at that. Where he remember he last, last season year, a couple of times Derek he picked Henry. some guy. The Derrick Henry one was crazy. Some, yeah, that was, I thought that I thought he sick. looked when he told me that Derrick Henry was gonna rush runner like twenty yards. I was like, nah, not even a chance. And he was like twelve. We, we did like the same thing that we did to Josh Jacobs this past week. But I'm not gonna do anything with Lions as far as what they're gonna hold him to. I just don't think he's gonna have a big day. I think the Eagles pass rush gets after Baker Mayfield. I think there's gonna be some turning the ball over. There might be an Eagles. Uh, if you got the Eagles in fantasy. Definitely start him this week because I think there might be an Eagles defensive touchdown again. Who knows? They're averaging like 15 um, points a game or something like that. Right. And this this next one, this Monday night game, 8-15, last game of the week before we uh, hit week four, we got the Rams at the Bengals. I think the Bengals picked their first W up. I think the Bengals finally turned things around. You think they uh, about time they get Jamar Chase involved? I think Jamar Chase gets involved. Uh, I don't know – What's the word? Like, Joe Burrow's just injured. He's just got soreness or something, right? That's what I heard. He was just sore, something like that. I, I guess. I haven't really does, seen does it. Look I, like he's going to play, really right? A, what? Does it look like he's going to play? Yeah. That 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 would be the only reason I'd change my mind is if he doesn't play. If he plays, I, I, I got the Bengals, but I understand that we have to lock this in right now. Give me the Bengals. Give me the Bengals. I want to be wrong, though. I want to be wrong, though. You want to see them fall to 0-3? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. It would be, just for AFC purposes. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't see them dropping to 0-3 either. That, like, yeah, the Rams picked up their first win. Was it week one? But I just, I, ex- I fully expect them to get Jamar Chase involved more. Of course, the wide receiver one. I mean, I sure need it on fantasy. Jeez. Yeah. I'm not liking these nine-point games, Jamar. Just not liking it. All right, so there it is. That That's week three pick'ems. Hopefully that record for me gets a little bit better. You want to make <sighs> it a little bit interesting? Little you want to start? You want to start? Yeah, yeah, let's do a little twist, a little vanilla and chocolate. Okay. Meet it in the middle with a twist. You want to add some, uh, I don't know, consequences or – you want to add Let's those? do it, man. You, you, you got the idea. Hit, tell right. me about it. So, whoever loses this week, you know how, how I've been a big suicide barbell guy? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You know how I've been, always been telling telling you I ha- I, I want to try this. I want to try. I want to at least have, like, a couple of suicide. No, but I chicken out every time because I go to my, my usual, the lemon pepper and the Cajun honey butter barbecue. Mm-hmm. Best duo. That is one of the best duos in the game, man. Little dry, like, little dry almost, rub. It's really almost like that Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs duo right there. Right. That's kind of what little that dry is. dry rub and a little sauce. Hey, can't go wrong with that. But let's let's add a little stipulation. Okay, I'm I'm all ears. I'm all ears. Whoever loses this week, next time we go to Bar Bill, it's got to be soon because it's stipulation. It has to be soon. It has to be soon. Next time we go to Bar Bill. Let's do – you want to do half suicide, half another kind? Or do you you think we can ask for, like, two or three suicides? No, nah, they don't. They, 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 I don't think they do. You think like they're going to spit in our wings if we ask for that? Um, I, What I'll do is is if I go, I got to get my normal stuff. But what I'll do is I'll order – I'm saying it as if I'm going to be the one losing. 
but yeah, I don't like the, the like like what? You're not. There's no conflict. One of us will order, like I think you can order five or ten wings. And I'm saying, whoever loses, gotta put those down, man. You gotta put those down. Gotta put those down. We'll record a little bit of that. Yeah, you gotta record it. It's gonna be we'll, yeah right on this. We'll record uh, a little bit of that here. because those wings will be hot, man. Barbell does it right. Those wings will be hot. They will be hot. Uh, all right, that's a deal. Let's shake on it. Boom, oh, oh, wait, right wait, 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 wait. There Let's do go. it right here. There you go. All right. All right, so losers got to eat 10 of the hottest wings. 10. Barbell. 10. 10. Well, you can't he, order. He you, can't eat it up. You can't order he five. Can't I'm the one that got the stipulation. Okay, he, but you can't order five for right, barbell. Five, we'll do 10. Oh. We'll do 10. Yeah. Or, or, or I think you can order a little bit less. You can get like, you can get like five chicken fingers and hot. It's got to be wings, bro. You got to do it right. Okay. You were the one You were the one that I said 10. You were like, 10? 10? Yeah, but. All right, 10 I, it is. 10 it is. I, we was, I was looking for 5 and 5, but if you want to do 10, we can do 10. 10 it is. Uh, all right, so let's. let's it's, getting, it's getting late, man. We got it. We got it. I'm sure I'm sure Tank wants to go to bed, man. Let's talk about this Bills this Bills Commanders game real quick. Um, give, me, give me a couple of your keys to the game, man. So my keys to the game, like I said before. We gotta stop this trio on um the commander's offense. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's looking like one of the scarier uh trios. You got Terry McLaurin, you got the young guy Jahan Dotson, and you got like maybe like the third, could be a second receiver on some nights, and Curtis Samuel. I'm not gonna lie to you, like I I'm kinda scared of this trio. Like I said before, I think we take a commanding lead. But, all right, this trio, I think they look good. I'm going to make you feel a little bit better. Why? Because, yeah, those all three of those receivers are pretty good receivers. That's a good receiving core but that we you got rec- we, but, but, but we got a better wide receiver trio. Is I that was, what you're going to say? No, 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 We got the best safety duo in the league? Right, we do have one of the best safety duos in the league. But we got a guy that's going to make it gonna make Sam Howell's life hell. All right. We got a guy that's – Per pro football focus. The numbers don't lie. Right now is ranked the twelfth best pass rusher in Greg Rousseau. Yeah. He hasn't gotten a sack. He came real close to sacking Jimmy Garoppolo. Got him back in the line of scrimmage. They didn't count, they didn't count that as a sack. He came real close to sacking Aaron. But Rogers he's gonna sack Sam Howell this week. Yeah. He's gonna get after Sam Howell. I I be honest with you, man. I think that defensive line should have a day. The commanders. So you're not. Line. So you're not even gonna. You're gonna say you're not even gonna allow them to throw to that trio. Well, they're not. So if if you think they're gonna push the ball down the field against the Bills, you're you're wrong. The way the I Bills, just think they're gonna. Little. They might be a little. They might. They might be able to dip and dime down dip the field against the Bills. They might. They're not gonna to, go long. I don't, I I'm hope gonna, not. But I'm gonna hit you with something. I'm gonna hit you with a little bit of an interesting stat that I that I heard this week about the Commanders. Uh, the Commanders coming off their first 30-point offensive performance under Ron, Ron Rivera since 2016. Now, I ask, I got, a, I got a question for you about maybe for the both of you. Is this a Ron Rivera thing, or is this the Eric Bieniemy effect? Mm, that was the question I was gonna bring up to you guys. Oh, reading his mind is. Eric Bieniemy's play calling. He's familiar with the Bills matchup. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you think he brings any of this past experience with the Bills to the table this week? And I, I don't know. Think... Maybe 
the, the line spread is six and a half. How are we feeling about that? The six and a half line spread. So it's that Eric Bieniemy's offense. So what I'm going to say is, is I, I do, I do think, and there's got, it's got to be probably talked about this whole entire week in film and uh, practice and stuff like that. Well, he, he knows the Bills he, like the back he, of his I hand. Say, he, he has played us a couple times in the regular season. He's played us a couple times in the playoffs. He's gotten the best of us a couple different times. Um, I, I, I think you are right as far as he knows exactly what we want to do as far as how we want to run our defense. That could be a problem. That really could. That that when yeah. you look at it like that, that's a, that's a great point to bring up. I like that. Hey, no um, worries though, because we're saying Airbnb on offense. Hey, but Sean McDermott knows. Well, so and there's another way to look at it. He like, knows who Eric that Bien-Ami, offensive coordinator is over there. Eric Bieniemy has played Leslie Frazier led defenses the last couple. That's of years. a good point. Also that, yeah. That's a good point. And this is a Sean McDermott led defense. Now, not aggressive. that it's a completely different defense. It is a little bit more of a, an aggressive defense. They still do run two high safeties. Like that is something that Leslie Frazier did against the Chiefs. Uh, a lot. I mean, well, that's what he does week in and week out pretty much, but that's what he did against the Chiefs, and, and that's what really slowed that, – that, I think that's what slowed the Chiefs down a couple of times against us. Um, I think you'll see a lot of that against the Commanders. I like that, though. That's something to think about the rest of this week is how – That's a good question. Because kind of, that's kind of cool. And I feel like that hasn't really been brought up at all. I mean, it's only, what, Wednesday, but still, you haven't seen it anywhere else. Right, right. I think right, that that's right a good right way to look that. at it, man. Eric Bieniemy. Does know the Bills' defense uh, probably better than – I'm going to say if you look at it in an outside perspective, when you're not talking about somebody in your division, probably better than just about anybody in the NFL. If you're if you're looking at it like that, as far as like somebody not playing in your division, Eric Bannamy probably knows the Bills' defense better than, than your division opponents. Well, not better than – but just as just – as I get what you're saying. Um, th- that's, a, that, that, that's a good point. Uh, I'm going to give you my keys. I think my, my biggest key – yeah, you got to get after Sam Howell. Sam Howell is a young quarterback. Uh, he still he find had, his way in the league. He has. He has. He's just. He's just working into the league. Uh, he had a pretty good comeback win against the Broncos last week. Uh, I, I saw one of the best passes I've seen throughout this year. He he fitted in between like three guys in the end was zone. It was it to Terry too? Uh, I believe so. I I just was more impressed with the pass. If you want the God's honest truth, uh, I just think you got to get after him. Got to you got to blitz him. You got to get into his head. And, and mix up coverages and stuff like that and really just confuse them. And I think yeah, – I, I don't think it's going to be a hard game for the Bills to win. I think it could be close, but I think the Bills should win this game by at least two possessions. Uh, but stop a guy like Chase Young, that's my biggest thing. Stop a guy like Chase Young, do the same thing he did this past week, chip block, uh, run a 13 personnel, really confuse the uh, the their defense. They have a good defense on the other side. I just I, – yeah, And I think it's – and I'm not going to beat a dead horse here. I'm not going to drag this on too long. Uh, Josh can't turn over the football. He had a turnover-free uh, football game last week. He was the AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Hopefully, we get something like that again. Uh, I just don't turn over the football. Stay, you know, play clean, uh, dip and dime down the field, get the run game going, take Chase Young out of it, and hopefully, we're sitting here next week talking about the same thing we were talking about this week. Another Bills W. Yeah, absolutely. One more thing to think about too. Sean McDermott did spend a lot of time with Ron Rivera over in Carolina, yep. so. That could go hand to hand as well. That's a good point, man. This could be a big. This could be a, a so, more of a coaching duel than ever, so anybody breaking, might think. He's the game. A coaching duel. A coaching duel. I mean, this is Forget something. Forget the players. I like I, driving up here, I didn't think we were going to talk this much about coaching, and I, I, I kind of. There's a lot of sitting ties. back. I like it. There's, There's a, lot a lot of ties. ties. There's a lot of ties. The the riverboat run and uh, Sean McDermott tie right there. You're right. They spent a lot of time with each other. They know each other real well. That's. It's kind of cool, man, when you think about it. There's a lot of ties for that. 
You got anything else you want to add about the commanders? Other than that, other than we're going to take a commanding W? No. All right. Uh, one thing that we do want to introduce, and I know we'll talk about this with Tank, and we'll, we'll this is something we want to throw in starting next week. We got the who's the man segment. Uh, I think we're probably going to call that the, uh, I don't know. We'll probably, we'll probably just stick with who's the man segment. I like who's that. Who's the man? Travis and I are both going to pick a player. And what we're going to do is is we're going to pick a player and then we're going to pick five stats about him. And then we're going to keep track of it. I got to guess who he picks. He's got to guess who I pick. And uh, whoever at the end of the season, I'm sure we'll come up with another stipulation. But whoever at the end of the season has the most guest, correct guest picks. I think that's a. I think that's fair to play like that. Do you like it like that? Yeah. Like go by the end of the year, not by week by week. We don't have to run a stipulation on that either. That's okay. Because he knows what he knows is. I would say he he knows who the man at the table is when it's at this who the man game because we played it a couple of times and I whooped his ass just about every time so he knows what's gonna happen if we do a stipulation and I think if he wants to do the pickums because he probably you're better with the pickums I think than I am sometimes. I think it's only right if you do the who's the man okay. and you let some stipulations for that, too. It's not going to be a wing stipulation, though. I think it's got to be something. We'll come up with that. other stuff. You know, let your listeners decide. Yeah, you let know you, what? Let if, them get them involved. Let's see what they let's, I was going to say, put in the comments what you think the who's the man uh, stipulation should be for the loser. I like that. I like that, Tank. Yeah, maybe it's um, you know, take a couple drugs, get boozed up, and go uh, visit the new stadium. How about that? I like it. Hey, I, I like, like it. it. I like it. The Orchard Park Police doesn't like it, but I like it. I'm in. I'm in. That's one way to get banned for life. Hey, there's no there's no words if he's been banned for life yet. Bye-bye season tickets. Amen. Amen. But, nah, I think that's I think that's good for this week's episode. I, I Travis, I want that board to look a little bit different next week. Hopefully the Bills are coming out on top in the nation's capital. And hopefully sh- you are eating those suicide wings. Uh, we won't go as far as saying that yet. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. Show your friends the video, man. I know there's Bills fans out here that want to listen to us. Hope you guys enjoyed. Go Bills.